As of today, I am managing my portfolio for World War III. Do I believe World War III is going to happen? I don't know. But I'm connecting the dots, and I think there is a distinct possibility as we are seeing the powers to be starting to choose sides. Either you're going to be on Russia's side or you're going to be on Europe's side, but we need to start choosing sides. And you need to keep this in mind as you're managing your portfolio. And we'll talk about how exactly we manage it and how it's going to affect our stocks so that we're prepared for it, whether it happens or not. This is the key to managing a stock portfolio, not reacting to what the talking heads are telling you on TV. No one's talking about this. No one has mentioned World War III on CNBC or Fox Business or, or Bloomberg. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to panic you. They don't want to question, why would Joe Biden send our oil reserves to Europe Asia, and China. Why would he do that? That's, that's political suicide. Well, there is a reason, and you need to collect the, connect the dots, and I'm going to tell you what that reason is in this video, and then you can make a decision. Are you going to manage your portfolio for World War III in case it happens, or are you just going to sit back and see what happens? That's what we're going to talk about in this video, and this is not financial advice, because I don't know. But I think collectively, we can come up with the right answer. Let's get this out of the way. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. It's time to choose sides. Well, did you ever did you ever get in a snowball fight with about 10 other kids and uh, you, you started throwing snowballs and then all before it was over, a team formed here and a team formed here and you choose sides. Which team am I going to get on? That's when it's going to start happening when the snow falls in Europe. Yeah, they're choosing sides. Joe Biden went to Europe and met with the NATO powers just earlier this month, it was on July the 1st, came back and he immediately ordered that our oil reserves be opened up and shipped to Europe and Asia, China in particular, and we screamed, our oil prices are out of rate and you're sending our oil overseas? Joe, you're crazy. You're even crazier than we thought you were. Why would he do that? That's political suicide. It is political suicide because you already thought he was crazy. Now you know he's crazy. Well, Joe didn't make that decision on his own. Earlier this month, ordered the Caspain pipeline shut down for 30 days. Pumps out one point five million barrels today. 90% of it goes to Europe. Shortly thereafter, a couple communities in Germany said you can only have hot water one hour a day. We got to store our oil for the coming winter because Vladimir may cut us off. No, 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 no. Vladimir will cut you off. He's got you by the short hairs. 
And if he's got you by the short hairs, he's going to yank them because Vladimir has a plan. And that plan is very evident. The Soviet Union collapsed and he wants to rebuild it. What scares me more than all of that is I believe there's a good possibility that history is about to read it, repeat itself. And with that in mind, I bought a book this morning. I bought it on Audible. Here it is. The Story of World War II. Why would I buy that? Because I need to come to a better understanding of just how did World War II come to be? How did it evolve? And how did the situation that I'm very familiar with, the Bretton Woods Treaty of 1945, and how that affected the world, but how does a a war How is it able to happen? How did Chamberlain go to uh, Germany in, uh, I believe it was in 1938, and come back to England and say, it's all okay. Adolf has no, no ambitions to strike us. He isn't interested in England. And then in 1939, Germany attacks Poland. Does that sound familiar? Does the rain, does the word Ukraine fit in there? Germany attacks France. And England and France declare war on Germany. In 1941, Germany invades Russia. On December of 1941, Japan invades or bombs Pearl Harbor. The U.S. enters the war. Up until then, the U.S. sat on the side and merely made defensive weapons and ammunition and supplies for Europe. Now, they made them pay in gold. By 1945, 80% of all the gold in the world was sitting in Fort Knox, Kentucky. That's right. We made them pay for, in gold. Then we had the uh, meeting of the Allies on July 1st, 1944 at Bretton Woods, where the United States says, we'll, turn, we'll become the um, mass producer of all goods and everything you need, Europe, and we'll patrol the seas to make sure that we can get our ships over to, uh, to, to your ports to make sure that you're taken care of. And that was the start of the accidental superpower. And this is where I came into this equation. I start, this is how I learned how the geopolitical system works. If you want a copy of this, it's in the description. World War II ended in 1945. Again, I'm going to read the book, uh, The Story of World War II, because I need to better understand how history played out, because I want to know how the future's going to play out. I had I got another view about 15 days ago when I bought this book. This is Peter Zian's follow-up. Actually, it's his third book. The End of the World is Just the Beginning, Mapping the Collapse of Globalization and What's Happening in Russia and Germany and England and the Oil is part of the collapse of globalization. And we need to choose sides. Are we going to put our country in jeopardy for World War III? Are we going to potentially face the mushroom? I hope you know what I'm talking about. Nuclear war. Are we willing to put that up? That's a decision that you and I can't make. 
We can't make that. But if you believe what I just told you is possible, and if you're willing to read these books so that you become educated and you know more than just what I'm telling you, how do you manage your portfolio? Do you move some of your investments into oil stocks, into defensive stocks? Let's look at, let's do some research real quick. Let's jump on Seeking Alpha and look what the oil stocks look like. And what I want to look at is what are their earnings per share? Because this is going to tell me, based on what they've got and what they've built, how profitable will they be if, in fact, we become the oil supply, we replace Russia, we fill those ships with oil, and we get them through the winter of 2022 and 2023. If that happens, is Exxon, is BP? No, wait. BP is a private company. We can invest in Shell and we can invest in Exxon. Should we do that? Should we invest in Northrop Grumman, Lockheed Martin, General Dynamics? They're defensive stocks. Should we dig into there and find out if they are going to, if we go to war? Okay, here's my Seeking Alpha premium chart on uh, ExxonMobil. And as you can see, they're up about 33% this year. That would be through half the year. They, they got a good year going. And I wouldn't be surprised if that number doesn't double. And here, here's why I think that. Let's look at their earnings. I click here. And here we see a summary of Exxon's earnings. And you can see they're beating their projections quarter after quarter. After this quarter, they fell a little bit short. But let's look at history. Let's look at what what is the background that can give us a picture of what's going to happen in the future. In 2017, they made 78 cents per share. Uh, 93, 102, or 109. It looks like the highest they made was third quarter of 2018 at um, 146. No, the next quarter, 150. Set, set a new high there. What did they make last quarter? $2.05 a share. From 150 to two, uh, that's about a 33% increase. What's their projected this year, or this quarter? $3.65. And that's just filling the short gap that Russia has created, and the fear that Russia has created. If we become the supplier for the void that will be created when Russia shuts it all down, what does that turn into? Does this look attractive? I think it makes it important that we pay attention. Let's see what's going to happen. This is Lockheed Martin. Year to date, they're up uh, about 18%. Looks like they had a spike uh, probably about the time that the war started in Ukraine. Let's look at their earnings. As you can see, uh, they've been running about $6.52 a share, substantially higher than that of, of what um, Exxon has made. They, they, they consistently, it appears, beat their earnings. Um, but I can see here that, at, again, looking at, at history, in 17, they were making $3.23 a share. Last quarter, they made $7.24 a share. This is a company that thrives on war. 
I suspect the others do too. I will dig into that for my portfolio. I suggest you do the same for your portfolio. This is um, Seeking Alpha Premium Program. There's a link in the, in the, in the description that will take you there and get you a 50% discount. You figure it out if it's worth your future to learn things like this. Or are we just going to supply oil? Or are we just going to pull out, which Peter Zeon believes, and says, that's your problem. If you want us, like we did in World II, if you want to buy defensive weapons from us, like we're doing for Ukraine, but we're giving them to them, well, we'll make them for you. But still, even though we're making them for you and not selling them to you, that means I'm paying for them as a taxpayer, but... Lockheed Martin, Northwood Grumman, and General Dynamics is going to make a lot of money if there is a World War III. What do we do? Well, the first thing we do is we recognize the world is changing, and we start connecting the dots. Has nothing to do with inflation. Has nothing to do with interest rates. Has to do with you and I's survival. That's how I'm managing my portfolio. What I also recognize is something that I recognized two years ago. I can't do this by myself. I'm one guy. I'm one guy who just has an ability to connect the dots because he's been around for so damn long. He's seen this before. No, I didn't see World War III. I certainly saw Vietnam, though. No, I need a team. I need a tribe. I need a community that comes together and gives me ideas, says, this is what I think is going to happen. Hey, I read this book, and this is what I know. And then, uh, and then I get together with them every Friday on my stock talks. And we discuss every day on our Discord. I'll give you a link to the Discord, and then you can find your way to our Friday afternoon stock car. So we know the war, if there is a war, is going to be about oil. We know that the, probably the defense companies will benefit from it. The other thing we need to recognize is this will become cyber. They will be coming after us um, to break down our electric grid. They'll do anything and everything. So cyber is going to be a good investment. But at the same time, we need to protect our devices. We need to have something that encrypts our devices so that when we go to a coffee shop or someone in our neighborhood gains access into our computer, it's encrypted. So I use a VPN. It's called Surfshark. I would suggest you take a look at it. I can get you a 81% discount on it. It'll cost you about $2.50 a month, and I think you should look at it. Here's the link to it. It's in the description as well as here. And um, this is a good investment because, again, whether, whether it's, it's Vladimir Putin or it's Xi Jinping, this is a world that is changing and we need to protect ourselves. I don't know that we're going into World War III. I know the cards are being played. I know the players are making decisions as we speak here. And it's going to affect me in many ways, many ways, not, not of which least is my stock portfolio. How is it going to affect my stock biotech stocks? How is it going to affect big data? 
How's it going to slow down or speed up the artificial intelligence, the machine learning? How's that going to come into play on it? This is a pivot point in our civilization. And it's happening before us. We have two choices. Just sit back and watch or manage our lives, our family, and our portfolio accordingly. You cannot do it on your own. I can't. I need your help. I'll do my part. Now, are you willing to do your part? Come together. You know how to do that. First of all, give me some love. Subscribe to the channel, like the channel, comment. I can't help those bots are there. World War III, it's coming to a neighborhood near you. Talk to you again tomorrow.